Welcome to The Scoop, brought to you by Indeed, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Craig. And I am Lauren, fresh off the back of Women in Tech today. Yeah, you've had a big day, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Two days of tech conferencing, women in tech. Been very interesting, actually. I've got to say the topics are good. Some Jesus and bloody smart ladies out there. Yeah, They really are. Yeah. And I think the big topic um, that everyone was talking about and I was – it, it was really around how are we going to get more younger women and girls into STEM and to keep them there. That's the mm, problem when they mm. do go down that track um, is trying to keep them there and get rid of this bro dude sort of mentality in some of these tech startups and that. And it's um, it's really interesting. There's a lot of different ways of looking at things on this one. And I, I'm talking to a lot of women too and um, the gender pay gap in the tech industry has been was huge on the agenda at this conference. Oh, excellent, excellent. Hopefully we'll be able yep. to get some people from the conference on the um, podcast over the next few months. Uh, eventually we possibly will. You never know your luck in the big city, my friend. Brilliant. Hey, do you want me to kick you off today? You can kick off today. <laughs> all right, this one's from 10Play, specifically the project website. Now, Lauren, we've all heard of interview mishaps, but man loses dream job after clogging the office toilet during an interview. Oh, my God. It's a ripper. This one was all going well but the guy was offered a coffee just before the interview started while he was waiting and, of course, accepted it because he loves free stuff, he says. And the coffee was good, so good that he drank it down real fast and it did exactly what coffee does. And straight after the face-to-face part of the interview, he had to use their toilet. But he, for some reason, and I don't know why, he forgot to flush. From here, things went from bad to HR incident. So a female, oh em- <laughs> a female employee was unfortunate enough to walk into the fecal fiasco while the candidate watched his life flush before his eyes. The woman was understandably not happy and immediately spoke to the boss about what she'd seen. So what did our not-so-canny candidate do? He says he just tried to pretend like he's on his computer the whole time and it wasn't him. But that didn't exactly do the trick because people had saw, seen him go in and out of the toilet. But he finished oh, his okay, post, okay. He finished his post-interview paperwork, but he never heard back from them even though he tried to follow up. So, Lauren, what I say to you is I think the problem wasn't so much his follow-up but more his follow-through. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, you always love your toilet humour, don't you, darling? Oh, who doesn't love toilet humour? But that's a best. That's a, oh, a, a classic. God. All right. Yeah, that's that's slightly funny. Yeah. All right. So on to cybersecurity and AI salaries up 30% according to shortlist. Now, wow. I've read this one. Now, this is a bit, a bit of a long post, this one. So the cybersecurity and AI skills remain at the forefront in demand for IT in the employment market. I have to agree. And mm. uh, with salaries going up around 30% in the last year, with the salary growth in most tech, other skills has slowed significantly according to this. But they're estimating about a 5% growth in tech salaries this year. Okay. Now the report goes on to follow the post-COVID hiring boom and the majority of tech employers have paused recruitment for the last year or so, mm-hmm. but all business critical roles and projects are, are starting to kick off again. So this is a good oh, sign yeah. that um, we're starting to recruit and uh, and get sort of some more momentum going on in the tech market, which has been a bit bad in the last year. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's gone from the uh, aren't we great to shit to losing our jobs. Uh, but it was quite interesting. Like sales and account services, in, um, they're up 15 to 25%. 
dropped in yep. salaries. Data analytics and devs are up 12 to 15%. Um, cybersecurity is 25 to 30 uh, And the contract rates for cybersecurity have also risen at 15 to 30%. Yeah, there's a lot of people really looking at that cybersecurity piece, isn't there, with all the... Mm. All the stuff that's going on and all these, you know, cyber incidents and so much pen testing going on everywhere to try to make sure that they can't be hacked. But also you've got to remember the AI thing, like it's been around for six or seven years, but really only coming to the forefront in the last 12 to 18 months. So yeah. there's not a lot of people out there with that experience too. Yeah, so you can just about write your own ticket. Pretty much, pretty mm. much. Anyway, mm. what else have you got? From our great friends over at Indeed, they've just released what's acceptable to wear to oh. work. So they're talking about the relaxed dress code that was adopted while we were working from home, and now they're saying it's infiltrating into the office with Aussies reluctant to give up their shorts for a suit and tie. So shorts, sneakers, jeans, and T-shirts are among casual clothes appearing in ever-increasing number in workplaces. Um, but Indeed ask, are we becoming too lax? Career coach from Indeed, Sally McGibbon, says the pandemic, which led to us working from home on mass, has fast-tracked changes to office fashion. After working from home in our slippers for two years, many of us simply couldn't bear the thought of returning, returning to more formal office wear. <laughs> Um, so, and she was saying she remembers where it was almost standard where women had to wear stockings and closed toed shoes in an office to be seen as appropriate. So, nowadays, jeans, sneakers are a popular choice, and makeup is a matter of personal choice. So, we're going to put the full article in the show notes for it. <laughs> to laugh, I really do, because as Craig knows, I'll rock up to the office <laughs> if we don't have any face to face meetings. I'll be in my leggings and a t shirt. I would have walked in with my backpack on and the dog. <laughs> and I actually have a pair of slippers. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> office slippers. My feet got wet on the way to work one day and it was pouring rain and I could not get warm. It was so cold. So I went over and bought a pair of Ugg boots. <laughs> so I've got office Uggs. <laughs> that should be standard merch for every business, shouldn't it? Oh, they're fabulous. We even branded them. We put some Ida stickers on the front. <laughs> but anyway, I got some really good news on this one. In the Fin Review uh, this week, or actually it was late last week, the jobless rate has jumped from 3.9% to 4.1% with 22,000 people um, more unemployed, which I don't like seeing anyone unemployed, but this is good for the economy. So every employment added 500 jobs in January uh, following the decline of 65,100 in the previous month. So that's put her up a bit. So this is a good sign that interest rates might be coming down and we might actually get the inflation to go down a bit and it won't cost me $29 to buy one orange. Yeah, tell me about it. So, well, we can only hope that um, the cost of living is really cut and deep to everyone, isn't it? Uh, and we need... It's ridiculous. Mm, we need to get control of our of the economy. We, it's, I it's live on my worse. own and just the bare essentials to make a salad every day for lunch and my omelettes for breakfast and a bit of toast. And when I'm at home alone, I don't cook fancy food when it's just me. And that costs me like $130. Mm, yeah, it's it's bloody it's out of control. Stupid, out of control. Mommy, you're going to have to get a job, little dude. <laughs> hey, pocket money. <laughs> hey, I've got one from the Daily Mail, and you're going to be really interested oh, in God. this one, Lauren. Um, Avanti, which is a company over in the UK, is slammed after handing out insulting gimmicks to support perimenopausal and menopausal women in the workplace. Oh. So the company Avanti West Coast, it's a rail company, has come under fire for holding handing out these gimmicks. The rail firm was accused 
accused of making a joke out of menopause, which can often be debilitating for many workers. Um, in the next few weeks, we're going to have global expert in menopause in the workplace, Dr. Louise Newsom, on the tarpod, and we can't wait to discuss this with her. Oh, get, a load, this. get a load of this. This is this is what they did. So they'd given away staff to staff a bag full with gifts which came with a description on how they can help them with their menopause. So this is including things like a jelly baby in case you feel like biting someone's head off, a paper clip to help you keep it all, all your shit together, a tissue if you're feeling a bit emotional, a pencil to write things down that you might forget in your brain fog, and other items included a fan, handy for your hot sweats, a candle to remind you there is light at the end of the tunnel, tea because tea makes everything better in the UK as we all know, and a penny to bring you good luck. There was also chocolates because, hey, it's a great excuse to eat. So let's just say it hasn't gone down well with employees. What, what are your thoughts, Laura? Who the fuck thought of this stupid shit? What wanker? Thought would this would be great to add to their EVP. And early 20-something out, out of marketing. Some guy in marketing who's 21 who's going, check this out. I've got a great idea. Then some dickhead approved it. That's exactly right. So it's oh. it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, it just shits me when people do st- stupid shit like that. It's like like half the population goes mm-hmm. through this. You're, well, you've been talking about it with me for over a year, how we need on Tarpod to address uh, menopause in the workplace. And we are getting there. Uh, we're going to get a really, really important guest on. But, you know, the yeah. more I've, the, and you've brought it to my attention, the more I've been looking at it and listening to podcasts myself on it, it's, I, I did not realise the extent of how, A, how debilitating it can be and, B, how it can affect um, a person's mental health and, and even physical oh. health in the workplace. Yeah, it changes. Like people get divorced over this shit mm. because your whole entire mental health changes and you don't know you're doing it. Yeah. That's the worst part. And yeah. I just, it's anyway, we're going to go into this in greater detail in the next few weeks. And this oh, is going to be a crack of a pod- podcast. It's really, really good stuff. Like the, uh, the person we're having on is an expert at what, mm. what she's talking about on this. But anyway, now next article. We've got tech talent less likely to change jobs in 24, according mm. to HR Director Mag. Less than one in five tech employees in Australia plan to leave their organisations this year, a sign that the so-called big stay is arriving down under. Who comes up with this shit? <laughs> Everyone's going to have a label for everything. Fuck me. Anyway, it's not a huge survey amount. Again, High Bob's latest survey among 100 Australian tech professionals aged 20 to 30. So we've got a pretty small window here. Yeah, a little demographic. Revealed that only 18% would be looking for a new job this year. So they've only really surveyed a small demographic. So I'm really not going to say that this is going to be the big stay when you've surveyed a 1,000 people between 20 and 30. It comes at 96% of young Aussie tech workers express their satisfaction at their current roles, saying 74% um, are saying that their work reaches and exceeded their expectations. Okay. No, I don't agree with this number, actually. I Maybe in that demographic, but I don't think that that's going to do it. People in the older demographics have got mortgage, private school fees, um, kids have got school camps to go on, they've got school uniforms, they've got all this other shit. And I think if anyone is going to be offered a job, money is going to be a huge factor this year. Yeah, I think you're right. But in the, the flip of that, we know that um... – some tech salaries have been overinflated. So some people who they interviewed might be going, you know what, I'm on a really good wiki here, so why would I be looking for something else? 
Well, I agree. And those people, I've spoken to people when I've been sourcing people uh, over the last year or two, and I was like, yep, don't leave. Don't leave your job. You're not going to get that somewhere else. If they value you enough to keep you and pay you that, stay there. I tell you what, though, if you're, because your earlier story about, um, how particularly in cyber and other areas of, of tech that it looks like there's going to be demand again and if people are refusing to leave for whatever reason, it's going to, it's going to send, set salaries off again, isn't it? It could. Uh, but we're still really short on tech talent out there. Mm. The market is still really tight and don't believe everything you read in the goddamn papers about, oh, everyone's getting made redundant. There's people there. It is a tight, tough yeah. market out yeah. there. Yeah. Especially for experienced people. Oh, absolutely. What else have you got for me? Finally, I've got one from the Herald Sun. And apologies in advance, Lauren, because this is a little bit of a long one, but I'll get there. Um, I really love this story. Employee's perfect response after boss tries to cancel his annual leave. So an Aussie quit his job after receiving appalling text messages from his boss trying to cancel his upcoming holiday. So the first message came from the boss who informed a worker, Noel, that another staff member, Jenny, had resigned and therefore Noel's leave booked in for the following week had been cancelled. Jenny? With the boss claiming it will be all hands on deck, mate, while they try to find a replacement. We can push it back a few months. I've advised HR. It's all changed for you and I appreciate your understanding. That was the text. So Noel texts her back saying, well, while I appreciate no, our... No consultation, nothing yeah. there. I've just done it. You can thank me later. There he goes. Well, I appreciate <laughs> how frustrating the situation is. He can't cancel his leave because it's for his brother's wedding in Bali. All flights are paid for. The kids are coming and, it's, and I put it in seven months ago and I'm not cancelling it. But if it helps out, I might be able to change my leave dates a little bit. So then Nick, the boss came back and said, well, instead of going for three weeks, how about you go for three days? And Noel replied saying, look, I feel terrible the company's in this position, but I can't change my trip that much. It's a family trip. We haven't been together for years. I haven't had annual leave in three years, and it's really no one's business how I spend my leave. And he said, maybe you can get a temp worker in to fill the gap while I'm gone. And then he said he'll also help out with extra work until the date of his Sounds like Noel's the number one employee here. You know. And then the boss said, look, mate, I can't stress enough. Your leave is cancelled. We just can't do it. I'm sorry. And so that was the last straw for Noel. He said, well, I no longer really want to come back to the office. I'm shocked by it and I'm starting my leave right now. And, you know, said it's totally unreasonable and I'll be also letting HR know. And off he went. So I just think in an area where... Did Noel well, quit? Yeah, he did in the end. So I just oh, think, fantastic. Well in, done, Noel. In, a, in, a, in an environment where we're talking about trying to keep your employees engaged, this is a case study in exactly not what to do or not what not to do. Now, that boss is looking for two new people because he's totally fucked the situation up now. (laughs) Exactly. What a dickhead. I know. I know. This is another thing that we're going to look to cover on Tarpod in more detail in the coming months. What a dickhead. Mm. But anyway, let's get down to events. What's going on around our TA world amongst our friends? Plenty. Do you want me to kick off? Go for it, Tiger. Well, a very easy date to remember, Leap Year Me Up on the 29th of February, both Auckland and Sydney recruitment meetups are having events. So you really need to get onto the meetup website right now to book your spot. They're going to be great. I know Sydney's one is going to be asking some tough questions uh, and Auckland's is always a great event. So please, you need to network with peers in your industry to get better at what you do. So get over that. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And I also think you need to do that, um, not just about getting 
just when you want to find your next career move, find out what everyone's doing around the place. And exactly. it's just, yeah, it's just a no-brainer, really. Why stay it? home and watch maths when you can go out to a rec meetup? Oh, Jesus Christ on a bike. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. But anyway, let's move on to the next one. So what have we got tomorrow? Come on, you can do this one, Craig. We, what are we doing tomorrow? have got Indeed Future Works, haven't we? Yes, we I have. It's going to be it's fabulous. A full I can't day. Wait either. I'm yeah. really excited. It's going to be a good one. We're going to be running around with the camera, going to do interviews, we're going to talk to people, doing our usual shit. I've got some It'll new toys to play with too, Lauren. They've arrived. Oh, I it's know. It's going to be you very, have. very exciting. Very exciting. Oh, what, on know. purpose, I haven't looked at the agenda so that I can go in and just really? be shocked with everything. Yep. Oh, no, I'll be agendering it into my life. You know me. Can't, I know. Yeah, can't do anything will. unless I'm Got to I'm be here, got to be there, I've got to be at this seat at this time. I'm a well-oiled machine, people. You are. Well-oiled yeah. machine. Anyway, the next one, our wonderful friends Steve Gard and Natalie Flynn from Equity and Benchmarks and Circleback are hosting a breakfast road show over Woo. the month of March. So I think this is really, really good. It's What are they doing? They're doing Brisbane on the 6th of March, Perth on the 7th, Melbourne on the 19th, Sydney on the 20th, Adelaide on the 27th. So what they're doing is they're going city city to city and they're going to be chatting about gender equity, okay? So they're doing breakfast. They're going to feed you and talk to you. And that's brilliant. And these two people are so entertaining and very clever what they do. So bloody smart, these two. I love them Mm. to death. Love them to death. But we've also got one, something in March that you and I are doing. Oh, we'll start with A. It does start with A. God, you're on the ball today, mate. Usually I'd have to bitch slap you by now or something. (laughs) Kicking you under the table, but you've remembered. We are going to Avatures Upfront APAC 2024. We are going to be on stage there and we are going to be up there with all the smart people Mm. doing our thing. Yeah, we are. Yeah, so I have to practice. Wait. I have to pretend to. Bet your walks is just holding yourself going. Oh bloody hell! I'm so excited. Yes, <laughs> now, that will be that will be fabulous because there'll be again the guest speakers for that are amazing, um, and, and also the attendees. I'm really excited to talk to some of the people who are attending. So again, we're very lucky. We're very privileged to be in our roles to be able to do these sorts of things. But if you can come along to any sorts of these events, even if it's one event somewhere, you will walk away much smarter and much better at your job. Oh. Exactly. Craig walks away after a conversation with me much smarter and better at his job. (laughs) Anyway, I'm done, Tiger. I'm out. All right. It's a good bye from me then. And a good bye from me, everyone.